Hey, my friends, thanks for joining me for this episode of the Purpose Mastermind podcast. A young man who's become a good friend of mine gave me something the other day. It's a plaque. And in the plaque is the one of the greatest quotes maybe in history. It's called The Man in the Arena. And I want to start by reading it. It says, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But he who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. So that is his place so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither knew victory nor defeat. It is a chilling quote, isn't it? And I think it speaks to the heart of all of us. Inside of all of us is the desire to be a person living in the arena, to be a person who's living in the game. Personally, I think the greatest pain of all in life is that my life will not be what it was meant to be. The young man who sent me that that picture, he also sent me a different picture. It was in a text message. And it's a picture of him when he played high school basketball. And it was in the middle of a game, and something dramatic had just happened for his team. I think he just did something dramatic. There was a timeout called. And in the picture, you see him looking up toward the ceiling of this gymnasium, and he is roaring. It's a great picture, but under the picture, he asked me these words. Was that the last time that I get to roar? He's in his mid-20s. He's graduated from a great university with some great degrees, and he has a great job. But there's one thing that he doesn't have or he didn't have, and that is a roar. And that speaks to the heart, I believe, of us as humans, that is there something for me to roar about because I was made to roar. I had some fascinating discussions with that young man, and he's learning to live with a roar. And living with that roar, living with purpose and meaning was not just something for a high school basketball experience. I truly think the greatest pain of all is that my life will not be what it was meant to be, but I don't think we have to live with that pain. Using sports as a metaphor, I think that there's a couple of threats one threat is that we will only be in the audience. We'll, we will just be in the audience being entertained by other people, but not, but not being what we were made to be. One man said it this way that I spoke to. He said, I feel like in my life, 
I am sitting on the back row of the movie theater and I'm just watching on the screen as my life drifts by. Were we not made to be on the screen? Not meaning that we're meant to be movie stars, but that our life is not, that we don't exist in the audience, but we're meant to be living a life that's lived out in front of people. That our life is lived in such a way that it impacts people, that people are watching our life to be inspired and moved by it. That's how one man said it. I'll never forget the day he said that to me. I feel like I'm in the back row of a movie theater and I'm just watching my life drift by. I want to talk about this today. How do I get in the game of my life? How do I become the man in the arena? The sports visual, I want you to keep in mind as we talk about this. I think there's three different places you can live as a human. One is in the stands, just being a spectator. Another is being in the field of play, where you are in the game. Win or lose, you're in the game. And it's where you feel like you belong, where you're giving your best. You can't control the results. You can't always control the scoreboard. You don't know how it's going to turn out, but you're not just a, you're not just in in the audience. You're a participant in the game. But where I feel like a lot of people live, this is the third option, is to be on the sideline. We're so close, yet so far. I want to talk about how to move your life from the bleachers or from the sidelines and get into the game. Number one, have teammates. We all must have teammates. It's so simple, the thought of having teammates, but isn't it really hard? Because having teammates means you have to have relationship and relationships, let's face it, can be weird sometimes. It's not easy to have relationship with people. It's easier not to, but it's also awful not to. Relationships, they have weird moments, yet they're awesome and they're wonderful. So having teammates sounds like such a simple thought, yet it's not easy to do. Becoming a human that has teammates is not easy. You got to find people that are in the game and engage with them. Because here's what I know. People who are in the game live and think very differently than people who are on the sideline and live and think very differently than people who are in the stands. So the question becomes, if I don't have teammates, why not? Why don't I have teammates? I think I look at my life and there's seasons where I didn't have teammates. It wasn't the fault of people. It was the fault of my thinking. What I did and what I see a lot of people do is we want to train in private and become amazing at something 
and then show up and say to a team, okay, I'm ready for you guys. You need me. But that's not how life works. We don't become amazing on our own. We become the opposite of amazing on our own. We have to join a team before we're amazing at anything. We have to join the team when we have weakness. And we feel like we don't have much to offer. You just join the team. And you feel like everyone else on the team is talented and they know what they're doing. It's okay. You become amazing and you learn and you grow while you're on the team. You do not become amazing and then join the team. So number one, have teammates. Number two, learn to play injured. This is a big one. Many people live on the sidelines in life because they're waiting until their life is all together. They're waiting until they're all fixed. The coach is, is trying to put them in the game, but they say, oh, coach, I, I, I'm not quite ready. I don't know all the plays. I, don't, I, I, I haven't developed all my skills yet. I'm not quite ready. And we keep ourselves from going into the game because we don't think we're ready. We don't think we're good enough. Let me give you a funny visual. I, I try to come up with funny visuals all the time because of the, the people that I speak with and the conversations. And I told somebody one time, I said, sometimes we are like a boxer with a wedgie. We go to our corner and we got these big gloves on. And the bell rings for the next round of the fight. And we say to our corner man and to our team, we say, I, I've got a wedgie. I've got a wedgie. And we, 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 we don't want to go because we're, we're thinking about this problem we have. I can't do it. I've got this issue. You don't understand. I've got this problem. And we look for reasons to sideline ourselves. And some of the reasons sound really good. It, it, it seems normal to rationalize why we don't deserve to be in the game yet. But you know what a good corner man is going to do? When that boxer says, I can't fight, I have a wedgie, he's going to put both of his hands on the back of the boxer and he's going to push him toward the center of the ring and he's going to yell. It will work itself out in the fight. Life is a not about perfecting ourselves and then getting in the game. The strength for the game is established when we're in the game. The wisdom for the game happens when we're in the game. Think about this. On the sideline, you're not experiencing very much. It's hard to grow muscles. It's hard to develop as a person when you're on the sideline. When you're in the game, you're pretty much forced to develop the muscles. You are forced to learn how to play. And many people were on the sideline waiting until we feel like we're ready. Listen, friends, you can spend a lifetime saying, okay, when I'm ready, I'm going to get set, and then I'm going to go. Life really is 
I'm just going to go. And then I'll see if I can get set. And then I'll be ready. You got to go. You got to take your right foot and step across that white line and get in the game. Number three, to be the person in the arena, realize how impact happens. Sometimes we're looking for some dramatic thing to do to feel like, oh, here's the big crowd. And so here's where I need to show up and be the man in the arena. Impact happens by just showing up every day in the field of our life. I don't think any of us have any idea the crowd of people that watches our life and sees our life. When we just show up and no one's making signs and there's not a a line of cheerleaders applauding us when we show up for work every day. When we keep showing up boldly for our family and our friendships, when we keep showing up boldly in our community and in our church, no one says, oh my gosh, it's so amazing that you're here today. You're changing my life. But the reality is when we just keep showing up, we, we impact people in ways that we cannot possibly know. Most of us are like farmers. What we do most of the day is rake dirt and throw seed into dirt. Over the course of time, a harvest comes from the daily practice of raking dirt and throwing seed. But when we don't understand that this is how impact happens, we don't rake dirt and we don't throw seed. And if you don't rake dirt and throw seed, there are no results. Number four, and I'll finish with this, how to become the person in the arena is clarify your purpose. It is very hard to get in the game when you don't know which game you belong in. We can spend a lifetime complicating our life to the point of constipating our life. We can stand on the sidelines and look around at all the different games that are happening, wondering which one, which one am I supposed to do? And we can spend a lifetime complicating this. Friends, life is very simple. Can I give you a three-step process? Step one, get in the game. If you look down at your feet and you see a white line, decide which side of the line you're on. And if you're on the sideline, pick up your right foot and step across that white line and get on to the field of play. You belong in the game. Realize that nobody's keeping you on the sideline but yourself. Fear, doubt, insecurity. So step one, get in the game. Step two, if the other team has the ball, take it from them. For me, this this just means stop evil. Stop bad things that are happening. 
Step up and do something when you see things happening that should not be happening in the world. So that's step two. If the other team has the ball, take it from them. What's step three? When your team has the ball, do whatever it takes to help your team score. What's this mean to me? Do good. Cause good to happen wherever you can in your life. Wherever you can, look to do good. In all situations, in all locations, whether it's your your occupation, your home life, your community life, where you volunteer, look for ways to do good. Life, the game is right under our nose all the time, my friends. It doesn't have to be an exact field. Step one, get on the field. Step two, if the other team has the ball, take it from them. Stop evil. And step three, when your team has the ball, you have a chance to do good. Do whatever you can to help your team score and cause good things to happen in the world. I want to encourage you with a couple of action steps. Step one, step into relationship. Find someone that you think is living life in the game and just have a conversation with them. Ask them, just say, you know, I love how you approach life. It just seems like you're getting after it. It seems like you're in the game. Can you tell me what your life feels like to you? Do you feel like you're in the game? And you can even tell them this boldly. I feel like I'm not in the game. I feel like I'm on the sidelines. That conversation will go to wonderful places, I promise you. And a second action step is simply step into showing up in service to others. You don't have to create anything amazing. You don't need to come up with some kind of program. You probably don't need to change jobs. You probably don't have to build a business. Just whatever is, whatever is under your nose, the people in your life, your neighbors, your family, your co-workers, the community, someone at the store, everywhere you go in your life, just look to show up in service of others. I feel like there's a tension in my voice as I speak. The, I, don't want you to, I don't want you to misunderstand the tension. The tension is not me trying to almost talk like you're not living this life. The tension is, I know the burden that so many people carry that they feel like their life is not what it was meant to be. And I know the pain of that. And I am desperate that people don't live with that pain in their life. If you're a person that feels like, you know, I don't know how to get off the sideline. I do not know how to. I desperately want my life to make a difference, but I do not know how to make it happen. I want you to reach out to me. We developed a program specifically for people like that. 
for people that want their life to make a difference, but they're not sure what the difference is. How do I get there? How do I do it? How do I become that person? Our program is called the Purpose Mastermind, and it helps people that are mission-minded, that you want to make a difference. It helps you clarify your purpose and be set free to live it out boldly. I am desperate to help people just like that because the burden of our life not being what it was meant to be is a terrible burden to carry and you don't have to carry it anymore. If you need help from us, you can email us mark at markdelaney.me. If you're a woman out there, you can reach out to my wife, Adina at markdelaney.me. Or you can shoot me a text, 918-401-9608. Once again, 918-401-9608. I promise you, your life has purpose. You can know that purpose. And you can be set free to live it out boldly. My friend, thank you for joining me. Now go take on the day.